You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Another place I might be a little bit old is South Beach, Miami, Florida. That is where Damian Lillard wants to go. He has told the Portland Trailblazers he wants to leave. He wants to go to the Heat. The problem is, Chelsea, is that as much as Dame has done for that organization, the Blazers have told everyone, quote, they are open for business. So they are seeking a combination of young players. They want draft picks. They certainly want cap relief. So we could see Damian Lillard leave. I think we will at some point. They will try to accommodate that. But at the end of the day, he doesn't necessarily get to choose where he wants to go because Portland doesn't have to do anything here. They can help him out. And certainly, if you're a superstar in the NBA, you dictate a lot of these moves. But it's not like he's coming up on some sort of uh, free agency. He is signed through, I believe, twenty six the 26-27 season. So... Portland's going to do what Portland wants to do. They will, but how much do you think this is strategic? Because I do yeah. think that they will let Damian Lillard go wherever he wants to go. I don't think they're going to ship him off to like Oklahoma City or something. I do think he is going to have a say, and I do think it's probably going to be the Heat. But they cannot come out and say this because the Heat are a smart organization. They're not just going to be like, okay, well, you know, we know you want to go here. So we will pin you in a corner and not give you that much in return. They've got to at least say this so they get some great offers, at least on the table, to at least counter-argue whatever the Heat are going to offer for Damian Lillard. It does feel to me that it's going to be the Heat. Doesn't it feel like that's where he goes to you? Because do you think they'll let him choose? I feel like they will. They have to. I feel like they will They will try at the end of the day, as we always say on the show, Chelsea, it is a business. And reportedly, one of the guys up for perhaps being traded, if you're Miami, is Tyler Hero. But the Blazers apparently don't really want him. So you could see another team come in. Maybe it's a three-team deal. I, I think the Blazers will try to accommodate Dame. The takeaway for me is, yes, they will. But certainly, at the end of the day, they're going to do what's best for them. So... I think it happens, but based on the initial reports we see, they're going to have to bring in someone else. Right, and I don't doubt that it could be a three-team deal, but from a betting standpoint, is this the time that you put money on the Heat to win it all if you do think that Damian Lillard goes to Miami? Because those prices are definitely going to change if Damian Lillard does, in fact, get a deal done with Miami. It does feel like a Miami team that is maybe just a couple pieces away. We saw how far they went in the postseason this year. Mm -hmm. Just, you know, what felt like determination and grit 
Imagine if they have yeah. somebody who can make those dagger threes other than just Jimmy Butler at the end of the game. I will say Gabe Vincent is elsewhere now, uh, but still feels like a Miami Heat team that is fully capable of working with the pieces that they have to get pretty deep in the postseason. So we'll have to wait around on this one. It feels like we've been waiting forever. Doesn't this mm -hmm. feel like the Lamar Jackson saga where I'm like, all right, we've been hearing about it so much. Like, just wake me up when it actually happens. <laughs> yes, I agree with that totally. This is great, but it's going to drag on for a while, and there's no time frame involved here. So when it happens, it will happen. The Mavericks signed Kyrie Irving to a three-year, $126 million extension. Oh, I... <laughs> I hate this signing. I hate it. But uh, but also, what else were the Mavs going to do? They went 9-18 and 18 with Kyrie in the lineup with Luka Doncic last season. Mavericks also signed Seth Curry. They play together now for three different teams, so at least they get along. They have some sort of chemistry there. <laughs> but I'm trying to find the positive here. The Mavericks, I don't think they had much they could do here, but I hate giving a guy this much money who – hasn't proven he can make you better. I'm going to custom order a banner from Etsy that says, what else were we going to do? Because that's what we said when <laughs> yeah. Kyrie Irving initially came to Dallas. And now that's what we're saying when they sign mm -hmm. him again to a monster deal. What else were they going to do? They yeah. had to do something. What else? Uh, well, I was hoping it would be more than this because we know the story is out on Kyrie Irving. Yes, mm -hmm. when he is at his best, he can score like 90 points against the Orlando Magic. We've seen that before. And in isolation, he is one of the best basketball players uh, in the league. But still, is the juice worth the squeeze for somebody who misses a lot of games, for somebody who has like these off-court problems, mm -hmm. And somebody who doesn't look like he meshes that well with Luka Doncic. So, I don't know. I feel like if it was my investment, is not one that I would make. But again, you got to point to the rafters and say, look at the banner. What else yep. were we going to do? <laughs> what, what are the Rockets doing? Let's stay in Texas here. They sign Dylan Brooks and Fred Van Vliet. Brooks, four years, $80 million. I cannot believe Dylan Brooks got four years and $80 million. Fred Van Vliet, a three-year, $130 million deal. So Brooks is a great defensive player. We know that. Fred Van Vliet, I, th I love Fred Van Vliet. Great locker room guy. Very underrated. Averaged 19 points, seven assists last season. But I don't necessarily know if this is the – I don't necessarily know if this is the right move for the Rockets or, or with what they're trying to do. But then again, they've got Ime Adoka, a guy who can certainly coach in this league, and maybe this is part of the plan. I'm not necessarily I, – I think it's my bias against Dylan Brooks. I just hate Dylan Brooks. But if you want a good defender and you certainly need that for any squad, then I guess it's a good signing. It almost feels like you have to take the goggles off for a second and look at Dylan Brooks objectively speaking because I think yeah. you're feeling the exact same way that a lot of people are because when Dylan Brooks was in the spotlight in those postseason games against the Lakers, he was god-awful. And that's probably a lesson that he needs to learn, not trash talk the king. Uh, <laughs> don't talk trash to LeBron James, yeah. especially when you have those type of performances. But Dylan Brooks is a good player when he is actually playing well. Defensively, he is one of the best defenders in the league. So this is a good pickup for a young team that's on the rise, 
So they have to put these pieces together. Like they're not getting huge free agents because that's the place that the Rockets are in. Like it's not a mm-hmm. team that's competing for the best of the best. So you'll take what you can get. And I feel like what you can get is Dylan Brooks and Fred Van Vliet. Uh, that's about right. I'm with you. I, I'm clear. I'm very curious to see what the Rockets do and sort of how they bring this team together, but they have money to spend and they are spending it. It is a daily tip from BetQL presented by BetMGM. She is Chelsea Messenger. I'm Michael Jenkins. And coming up in just a bit, oh, you know, we're going to cover what happened yesterday at the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest after it was almost rained out. How do you almost rain out a hot dog contest? But it continues and Joey Chestnut once again brings home the mustard belt. Chelsea, the Lakers are trying to bring home one more title with LeBron James and Anthony Davis in the lineup, and they're bringing the band back together. They signed D'Angelo Russell, two years, $37 million. Austin Reeves, four years, $56 million. Rui Achimura, three years, $51 million. They add Gabe Vincent, which I really like, and some other smaller pieces. But when you look at the Lakers, what you saw from them this season, they also have Obviously, LeBron and AD, is is this enough to help them make a real serious push in the Western Conference? I mean, I was a Lakers doubter last year, so maybe I need to check myself on my anti-Lakers bias. They did add some pieces, but I'm not sure if they added the right pieces. I do think it is a good thing that they signed Rui Hachimura to a longer-term deal, like three years of $56 or excuse me, $51 is something that I feel like is warranted for that caliber of player. He certainly proved himself last year. But what do we think about Gabe Vincent? Three years, $33 million. Do mm-hmm. you think that he earned this? Or do you think that maybe it was like a one-year deal? Because sometimes we'll see this. Guys play amazing yeah. for one season. They get a big deal. And then they return back to what we saw in those years previous. I think that's a great question. I think... Gabe Vincent should thank his lucky stars that he had. And listen, it's not even – he should thank him. So he should pat himself on the back because what he did was – I don't know if there's a player maybe outside of Jimmy Butler, but Jimmy Butler's already a known commodity. But outside of a big-name player like a Nikola Jokic who was incredible or a Jamal Murray or a Jimmy Butler, was there any player, non-big-name player, who increased his value or came more to the forefront – than Gabe Vincent? I don't think so. No, him and Caleb Martin, but then Caleb Martin was a no-show in the finals. So I think this is warranted because like three years, 33 million is not like big time player money either. So I think this is like a fine deal for a player that probably earned this. But I'm just saying, if you're looking at this team and you're looking at Gabe Vincent to carry the load, I'm not so sure that that's the case. I think it's good for the Lakers, whether he starts, whether he adds depth. I think he is a nice piece. I don't know if that piece is big enough to help the Lakers overcome the Nuggets, even the Kings, maybe the Warriors now, and they have re-signed Draymond Green. Lakers are 11-1 to to win the NBA title, plus 550 to win the Western Conference. To me, I just see an aging team that is kind of throwing darts, throwing something against the wall to see what sticks. Yeah, I think the West is still going through the Denver Nuggets, and that's the team that everybody is going to be trying to beat, not the Lakers.
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with you. So Lakers going to give it one more run. We'll see what happens. I still think there should be more value on them to win the NBA title. But that's what happens when you're talking about the Lakers. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.